Heads up, friends. The unofficial Shopify podcast is made by indie entrepreneurs for indie entrepreneurs and may contain material not suitable for all audiences, like swearing or economics. Listener discretion is advised. If you enjoy the unofficial Shopify podcast, I bet you enjoy podcasts exploring how profitable businesses start, grow, and run, right? That's what our friends at the Upflip podcast are offering. Like this show, it's a show that uncovers how great businesses are built and how others can replicate that success. Each episode features a real-world business owner or expert who shares their story, strategies, and advice. So if that sounds good to you, subscribe to Upflip wherever you get your podcasts, and then let me know what you think. Today in the unofficial Shopify podcast, I think we should put our money where our mouth is. So in the past, we've done website teardowns where we go through uh, a Shopify store and do a constructive critique. We make suggestions on how it could be improved. And people have enjoyed it. We haven't done one in a while. I want to take that idea further where we, we do that. We break down a site, a Shopify store, make suggestions, implement them, then return to it, see what happened, good or bad, were we right? Because that's the catch with those those teardowns, is you never know, was that advice helpful? You know, what happened when they actually did something with that? And I don't want to subject a just a civilian to this. So we're, we're going to be joined uh, by one of our team members, Jesse Goodell, who has a, a lot of e-commerce experience, who's been on this journey with us for several years now, um, and manages her own Shopify store. And that's that's quite the story in itself. Uh, and of course, joining joining me as well is my my partner, co-host, and producer, Paul Rita. Paul, uh, from across the room, welcome. Uh, yeah, hi. <laughs> Jesse, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good, thank you. And you are in uh, Oregon. Yes, Eugene, Oregon. So, across the country. And so uh, what is your Shopify store? What do you sell? Yeah, so sell is a good term. Um, I don't know that I'd say we sell yet, but... Um, do you, what, is it, what is it you offer? <laughs> we offer, yes, thank you. We offer um, outdoor trucker hats. So originally we set these up um, and we do sell them on Amazon. Um, they do well on Amazon. They've done really well in the past on Amazon. Um, but now we have spun, I have spun up um, a quick Shopify site to work on selling these hats online. Okay. And how long you been doing this? When did these hats first go for sale? Yeah, that's a good question. So originally we started, I want to say it was probably around 2019 was about when we launched this product line um, on Amazon. So initially this didn't have a Shopify store. This was a marketplace play. This was Amazon. Fully, yeah. I built this Shopify store end of last year. So I want to say probably October or November is when I sat down one weekend and built it. <laughs> and what was the thing? Because you, well, how did Amazon go? Let's start with that. Yeah, good. that's a good question. It's a, it's a bit of a story. So initially um, it went really well. I think we, we, like I said, it was about 2019 when we got into it. And um, Amazon was a little bit of the wild, wild west still. And people were selling a lot of different things really crazy. 
Um, and we were able to kind of get in on that. We got our hats got a good traction. We started seeing a lot of reviews come in and the flywheel started to work really well for us. Um, and we were selling quite a few hats every day and quite a bit throughout the months. And then Amazon started to kind of crack down on the wild, wild west, if you will, and started to really kind of require brands to have trademarks um, to be able to kind of be more regulated. So when we went to trademark our brand, unfortunately, we couldn't trademark the random brand we had made up, which was called Low-Key Tabs. Um, so we rebranded as a brand called 44N, which is the north parallel um, of the Three Sisters Mountains, which are just outside of, out of Bend, Oregon, kind of near Eugene. So um, when we did that, the way Amazon had us restructure everything, unfortunately, we lost all of our initial traction for those product reviews. So we had thousands of product reviews. We had all the history and the organic was all gone for us. And so rebuilding has been really difficult. Um, we have some traction, but it's nowhere near. It's probably a third of the sales that we were seeing um, prior to kind of being forced into this new brand, new name, new structure. When do you start the Shopify store and why, why, why start it? Yeah. So part of the big part of it is just Amazon's expenses to sell have just gotten too high for us to make any type of profit margin. And we're even bringing in hats overseas. So, you know, we've got our costs down as low as we really can. Um, so we import our hats through connections that we have overseas. Um, and we do have a 3PL setup, which is great. So we don't have to pack and pick. We can just ship our hats there. They pack and pick and store them. And then so we've minimized our storage costs in Amazon. We make sure our hats are boxed because um, Amazon won't actually box things. They'll send them in, box in bags. Um to very disappointed customers. So we've set up this really nice infrastructure for our business, but as the years have gone, Amazon has just dramatically increased their prices. The storage costs are really high. Advertising costs are really high. Fulfillment costs are really high. They have a referral cost on top of that. So we're looking at, you know, a less than a dollar a hat. Sometimes we're barely breaking even. And so that coupled with the slower traction that we saw post launching the new brand name, it just in order to get rid of a lot of the hats that we have and actually start to make a profit on them, we're trying to open up a channel where we control most of the profit. I, I definitely understand the desire for profits. What do these hats sell for? Yeah, so we have them listed for $26.99 on Amazon. Um, it's just a little bit under like some of our bigger competitors' price points just to kind of help. Um, that does help with like some of the Amazon um, trickery, uh, having a little bit lower priced hat. So if I, at $27, you're making maybe a dollar if someone buys one on Amazon. If you sold yeah. it for $30, $29.99, you don't think you'd get the sales? Yeah, we see pretty, uh, pretty high price sensitivity. So as we increase our sales or our prices, our sales do drop. And we did, and, and especially in terms of like some of the organic placement that we'll see when somebody searches like organic trucker hat or outdoor trucker hat, um, which are some of the key targets that we go after you'll just see us further and further into the pages with the pricing changes. And looking at your Amazon listings, like I'm not an Amazon expert, but it looks like you did everything right. Like you've got these long detailed pages um, and descriptions. Uh, everything's in the style that you'd expect for Amazon. Lots of photos, um, lots of reviews, they're positive, and it's still a struggle. So yeah, I can see it here. Uh, sellers rank. 61,000 in sports and outdoors. That's broad. 439 in fishing hats. Yeah, isn't that a random one we picked up? Fishing it's kind hats. Of 
see what market we fall into. And they're definitely trucker hats is the style. And then you've got, you're doing like the extra savings promo on Amazon. Yeah, I just set up a BOGO <laughs> just to see. And that's the other thing. Promotions on Amazon are like a nightmare to try to not only set up, but to try and track, right? So I work, I do most of the marketing and, and kind of um, e-commerce side of things. I work on the back end of, of all of that where my partner is very much like, the the ops guy he makes sure we have the right amount of stock he deals with inventory he does a lot of the financial stuff um and so he was asking me like you know what how do we know which one sold with this or like how do i zero he was asking me financial financial questions based on these promos and i'm like dude i don't even know what it looks like on the back end when you sell these hats and so that's another thing that we really struggle with is the back end of amazon is like the least intuitive clunky system you could ever imagine it's just, it's pretty terrible. It, it's been a while since I've had to mess with it. But yeah, that was, uh, that was my experience. And that was just like, I was trying to set up fulfillment by Amazon and Shopify. Okay, so the Shopify store, tell me about that. Yeah, so I told my partner, because we do have some, we have inventory. We've been ordering overseas for a while and we have some, in, that's why we're running BOGO is because we have like years worth of inventory of some hats that we just need to offload, right? And so with the co- we're going to need to order some more of our best sellers to just kind of keep our mix healthy. And so we know that we're at a point where we're really not making any money off of Amazon. And so I told them, I said, hey, if we can open up our own sales channel through a Shopify store to augment some of the sales that we're having on Amazon, we could have a much healthier portfolio of sales. Um, and so we'd kind of chit-chatted about it over the years for a while. And then it finally just got to the point, like Amazon just kept upping these prices so much that it's like, if we're going to survive, we have to. Um, and so I sat down one weekend finally and was like, Hey, like, I'm just going to build us a shop on my site. Um, and so I did, (laughs) and I do have like an e-commerce background, but I'll be very specific in the fact that I work on like the email marketing, the direct mail, the SMS, like kind of a different side of of e-commerce than the actual website side of things. Um, and I just used one of the basic templates because they are very drag and drop friendly. Um, Do you know which one it, this is? It, is this Dawn? Uh, you know, I don't. I played with a couple different ones. I could tell you, though, from my back end. Let's see. I think this one is Refresh. Refresh. All right. So, yeah, one yeah. of the free ones looks good and advertises that it's good for visual storytelling and editorial content. Yeah, right? Sounds yeah. nice. Uh-huh. Uh, mostly because I just wanted to test the theory before we invested a, a lot of money into it, right? So the thought kind of was behind it, like, let's get up a, a Shopify shot site. Let's, like, play around with, like, the biggest thing for me is, like, okay, once you get a site, how are you going to drive traffic to it? Um, and so I played around with some Facebook ads, a little bit of Instagram ads, Um haven't gotten into running any type of paid Google search or something like that because I'm not 100% sure that's really what we want to go with um, given kind of our market is a little bit different. Um, But yeah, kind of wanted to just test it and see, like, is this going to be worth it? And then we can start to really invest in it. Um, So we're still kind of in that initial like testing phase. I would say we've done, I've done some really limited testing in terms of running ads, maybe like, oh, probably spent less than $500 in running some social ads to it um, with like very few conversions. And so like what I did know or learn, at least from those initial tests was like, 
I think people land on my website and they're like, this could be a fake website. <laughs> it doesn't have that authority, right? It doesn't have that, like, this is a really authentic, like, website that people are buying from. Um, it looks like somebody threw it up over the weekend and they could be scamming me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how, what are uh, our, our KPIs? Conversion rate, AOV, where, where are we at? Do we know anything? Yeah, we don't. I mean, in terms of sales on the site, we don't have a lot, right? Because I think there's only been like less than a dozen orders that have come through. Um, and so, yeah, my, the KPIs that like I kind of look at were coming through the the ads, right? Like, A, how well were my ads actually getting clicks, right? But then once they got on site, like what was their actual time on site? How many pages did they visit? Did they add to cart? Did they like actually engage with the website or did they just land on it and be like, eh, yeah, no, never mind and bounce off? Um, because I don't even think there's enough to really understand like conversion rates at this point. There's just okay. not enough. There's just not enough orders coming through. And you said people think the site's a scam. What that's makes my, you that's think that? I, that's my thought. I don't know that's for sure, theory? but like we okay. grow probably, you know, each ad I think drove over th probably 30 people or so to the site, right? And I've only converted well, some friends and family. Um, <laughs> and outside of that, very small, like five or six, right? So to me, if there's that many people landing on site, there's some type of hesitation somewhere. Red point's good, and the hats are really good quality. The hat's twenty six ninety nine, so it's not some huge ask. Uh, and I don't, you know, it, it's not a gadget. It's not something very technical. It, it's a trucker hat. I don't have to do a lot of explaining. Okay, let's, let us begin the website tear down the constructive criticism. Paul, do you have do you have forty four and outdoor dot com loaded in front of you? Torture. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Initial impressions. You're like, look, I really need a trucker hat. <laughs> this it's the right Instagram ad shows up. You click through. Yeah, it's it's very basic. Uh, I think Jesse said that. I mean, it's yeah, it just seems straight out of the box. Very sim. I mean, I like it. I like simple. You know, we're just selling hats here. We got hats on heads. That's all you need to see. This isn't a complex product like you mentioned. And obviously the first thing is I see the home link in the main navigation. I know that's what while I saw I'm on too. the home page. <laughs> it's like good. <laughs> no one needs to go back. Yeah. Naughty naughty. Um our mat all right, the the menu, the header, that's our masthead. That is the first thing everybody sees. And your fear, Paul said, Hey, it looks like somebody something someone threw up over the weekend. That's Jesse, that's what you said too. If you want to immediately make this look more polished, right now you have this like lovely um, deep blue logo on a white header background. Flip that. The header background becomes the deep blue and then just put up a white logo. Okay. And so immediately it like looks put together when you do it that way. And then our text and icons become white as well. The main menu, we open with the first link should be shop hats. And it just dropped me straight into a collection page of hats. Second one, uh, our story, FAQ, contact, or even contact, I might just move to the footer. So it's like FAQ, story, you know, shop hats, FAQ, our story. Um, and you could include, maybe not in the header, but possibly the footer, you could include a link back to the Amazon store so that people could see, okay, there's, if they're not comfortable buying from you, but they were interested enough to click the ad, maybe they're more comfortable buying from Amazon. And so it's like, at least we rescue it. Well, I mean, there's only three hats. And so we don't need home. 
we don't need FAQs because the FAQ is more, it's like answering questions about my purchase, like the shipping and t- type of stuff. That's all handled on the, you can handle that on the product page. So really could the main nav just be each hat and then like a bar and then our story? How many hats do we have? We have three hats, three SKUs. That's another conversation that Jesse and I were having before we started. Having more than one product, but less than like 15 products is a weird space to be in. You're right. It is. You don't have like collections. You don't have different lines. There was another question. It's like, what if we just have one product with two sets of variants? Because there's three lines and then each design has different colors. So it's style color. Yeah, so it's style. And admittedly, you said that not all the colors are the same on all of them. Two designs have the same colorways. One design has slightly different colorways to it. But with variant images, we'd be showing them what they're getting. Mm-hmm. Had to learn how to do that on Shopify. <laughs> so we could do it that. I like that idea, trying just collapsing it into a single product listing because the cap itself doesn't change, right? No, it's the same, um, it's built on the same base hat, which is, yeah, it's a, it's the same hat, just different colors. Ever since a certain other free split testing tool is discontinued, I've been looking for a replacement and I found one. Enter our sponsor, IntelliGems. It's not just an app, it is your new A-B testing powerhouse. IntelliGems lets you test prices, shipping rates, and site content. It is a Shopify-specific split testing tool. That's going to give you real data to drive your decisions and not just gut feelings, right? Data-driven decisions. IntelliGems fits any Shopify store, big or small. So whether you're just starting out or scaling up, it's tailored for you. You could find IntelliGems in the Shopify App Store and jump in with a seven-day free trial Test the waters, see the results for yourself. Or for a sweeter deal, head over to IntelliGems.io slash Kurt, K-U-R-T, and use the code Kurt. What do you get? A sweet 10% off your first month. So stop guessing, start optimizing. Start your IntelliGems free trial and transform the way your Shopify store performs. So yeah, I like that idea. That cleans up the header. Then we scroll down and it immediately goes into a gigantic hero image. It says trail tested hats for outdoor adventures. And it's got, does it have a bunch of people on the trail testing their hats for outdoor adventures? No. Well, it's, it's an Oregon. So they're all drinking beers. They all got a growler of Oregon beers. Come on. I've been there. But we do have images with good trail. So I, just, I, I want those things to match. I also don't want the hero image to be so tall. You know, I just crop it narrow and then it doesn't eat up all the screen real estate. Just like to establish that we photos were taken at some point. Well, and that's another thing with the collapsed onto one product. If we did that, it's now no longer trail tested hats. It's now the trail hat. Oh, there's only one. It is the apex of trail hats. King trail hat. No, it's the apex because it's like a mountain. Come on, man. Keep up. Oftentimes you'll see people, they'll be like the perfect whatever. It's like the perfect pants. You know, maybe this is the perfect Trail hat? Outdoor hat? Adventure hat. Adventure hat. This is our outdoor adventure hat. Yeah, we can kind of like go towards like the adventure companion, right? Like you can do, you can conquer anything with it. We've got a lot of imagery that shows. And then we also, some of our imagery goes like from like day to night, right? Like you can, you can be out in the trails with it, backpacking, hiking, climbing, fishing. Uh, 
but it's also like they're pretty classy. Some of them specifically have really nice uh, contrast stitching and really good design. You could easily wear it out to the brewery, you know, and it would it'd be a good looking hat. Okay. Uh, do we have to worry about fit at all? Yeah, so it's technically a one size fits most is what they call these trucker hats, which are the snapbacks. Um, and we do have like look, reading through some of our reviews and some of the return complaints. Like, there's always people who are like, "Oh, this is like it's huge," or other people are like, "Oh, it's so small." Right? So there's always this variance. And so we've talked about kind of getting like one of our friends' family because they have like a son, a daughter, and the mom and the dad, and they're all different sizes, and just like putting the hats on them, <laughs> just kind of showing the variance of size, as well as like we, I did create a a graphic that shows like from a standard hat sizing, which is like the fitted hats, it shows what it, the smallest to the biggest. And it says like, it's this many centimeters to this many centimeters. But whether people really process that information in a way of like, how is this going to fit my head has been a little bit of a tricky conversation. Like non-hat people, you know? Do you need like, could you do a video that's like, here's how you measure your head? Yeah, we could create content around that. I mean, it would be- Like how to find the right A little janky, but- whatever you know it's just hard it's hard on the it's hard on the margins because like i have a melon head (laughs) and i know on you know on your standard snapback i'm on the last one so it's like if you're a little bit bigger than me this hat then you need the snapback extender yeah yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) or yeah or if you have a tiny head i don't know a peanut head see if you got a peanut head though you could just put the snaps in even tighter like you put that last snap in the last one you overlap it and how tight until it like constricts my thought process. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So trail tested hats for outdoor adventures. Do we like this headline? I like it. I think it's good. No, that's fine. Or the trail hat for outdoor adventures, I think is way stronger if we collapse it down to one product. Trail approved snapback for outdoor adventures. Yeah. I think snapback is like a good like word to get in there. A lot of people have, it's a huge hat word. I know that a snapback trucker is like, it's a thing. Yeah. Well, I, and I'm basing this so because I'm a middle-aged man, basing this solely on my, my teen children who just use the word snapback way more than I ever thought any human would. <laughs> I've just heard snapback a lot. <laughs> oh, the snapback. Where's my snapback? Oh, he lost his snapback? You see, you got the new, like, what? After huh. a while, I'm like, you're talking about a hat, right? <laughs> All right, so then we've got, I think, the like the initial landing experience, if you hit the homepage of the site, pretty cleaned up if we do, like, invert the, the, low, the header colors, clean up the, simplify the main menu, bring that hero image, make it not so tall, make it shorter, maybe tweak the headline, and then that way when I land on it, I can at least see the, the products below it, the featured products. And potentially mm-hmm. we collapse this into one listing, and then you could just have the hat listing right there on the homepage. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. My thought, like if we're keeping it like this, we need a better headline than featured products because this is all the products. These aren't just the featured ones. It's all of them. So it should be like our product line or something like that. Something that's better than our product line. So as a reference, I'm using the, the demo of the, this theme and like it does that logo inverse I talked about. It's got a shorter uh, hero image. And then like you, they go into featured products and then they follow it by testimonials. And their headline for the featured products is meet the internet's favorite skincare. 
Wow. Oh. That is strong. Like make a bold claim. Feature yep. products. That's why they think you know, it, this thing was thrown up overnight. Um, the internet's favorite hat, the <laughs> trucker hat, the best snapback, outdoor tested snapback. Again, it's that writing headlines is tough. I don't know. Have you ever, have you asked ChatGPT about this? I use, I haven't used, I use ChatGPT in like all of my day to day work. I have not used it in this because this was the thrown together overnight thing. But yeah, I usually tell ChatGPT to write me five to 10 headlines and then tweak two or three of them until I get something I like. Okay. And <clears throat> have you given it your product reviews? They're like, what do people like about it? What do they buy? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I have not done that. So you could copy and paste the reviews out of Amazon into it, or um, there's an app. I think it's Scrape Hero, a service. Okay. Scra yeah, ScrapeHero.com. You could use that to scrape your Amazon reviews into a spreadsheet, and they just drag and drop that into ChatGPT, and you're like, help. Um, I should, we should, because I just pulled those three reviews out of Amazon anyways to throw them up there, and so I might look at running an app from my Shopify that pulls Amazon reviews over because we just don't have any social proof on this site. Yeah. Yes. Which is definitely painful. <clears throat> and so and like looking at the reviews, it's tough because they're just like awesome hat, stylish, comfortable, durable. Uh, I like this. I look way better than I did before. All right. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> the well-made hat is very good. Great buy fit. Well, made well, also good quality came in perfect condition. Great hat. So a lot of it's on the quality. So mm -hmm. maybe it's like, you know, you lean on, it's durable, it, it, it it's durable, it's strong. Trail-tested hat, strong enough for your outdoor adventures. Yeah, Ooh, I think yeah. we got to think about what is the problem this solves. A lot of it seems like you'll be cool. Crappy hats. Like, you'll be cool and, like, you'll have a community. I mean, if that's what you want to go with, that's fine. But I think durability might be the main thing. I mean, I don't know. What is the biggest problem that you think you're, you're solving with the hat? We're like, what yes, will you question. become when you have this hat? <laughs> I think like when I think of the outdoor community, like people just like to wear hats, right? And they like to have cool designs on them, um, whether they're repping a brand that they particularly like, like Patagonia or um, something like that, or if they just have a cool looking trucker hats, like trucker hats are just really popular when you see people out hiking, uh, especially in the Pacific Northwest. Like this is, quintessential Pacific Northwest design trucker hats. Um, oh, say that. Do what? Say that. This is like the quintessential Pacific Northwest trucker hat. Yeah. The ultimate in PNW style. <laughs> it is very PNW for sure. Um, but I do think quality is like a, is, is an important aspect of it. Like my colleague and I, like when we brought some of these hats over, from overseas, like some of them were not the quality that, you know, we expected and like we sent them back and and got new ones in. It's something that we really do care about because you can get really garbage trucker hats in, in truck to do a trucker hat right. Like we were, my colleague and I worked for a hat manufacturer for years before we started or this kind of fell into our laps. Um, and so we do understand hats. And so I think kind of focusing on the quality and the durability is a is definitely a bonus for us and could be one of our kind of like differentiators. There was a video I saw years ago from the guy, I think it was Saddleback Leather, who makes really okay. nice leather goods and bags. And in the video, he said, hey, I'm going to tear down a counterfeit replica of our bag 
versus our own bag and just explain and, and critique it so that they can make a better copy. And <laughs> in do it's fascinating, you know, because a like with that video, a you immediately know, yes, this product is so good and so in demand, people are knocking it off. Um, but more importantly, he really demonstrates like all the details of the craftsmanship and its manufacturing that you would not have otherwise seen. And so maybe that's you buy the buy the cheapest trucker cap you can at a you know a gas station wherever get like the you would know it when you see it the real garbage one and then get one of your hats and that's the video is like hey let me show you the difference here we know hats we we're sick of hats that that don't last that fall apart um, or are uncomfortable or you know sweaty and so here's here's the difference and then like side by side compare it and when you see it like at a glance a hat's a hat. Mm-hmm. Until you see that side by side, and an expert in hats, which you are now, a hat authority, <laughs> breaks it down for me. And so, like, there's yeah, the content. Yeah, and you can feel them too, right? And like, I think even when you see them next to each other, you can see the difference between a five dollar truck stop hat or even fifteen dollar truck stop hat and some of these nicer trucker hats that um, that are on the market. And these are these are like maybe not the the highest of high level, but we're also at that point in our business where like. We want to, if we're going to keep going overseas, we're looking at a different manufacturer and we would bring in better hats um, that would cost. We would then have to raise our prices. But all of that is kind of based on us clearing the inventory we have because we've paid for it, getting that extra cash, and then looking to invest in potentially more products, more product lines if we have momentum, better hats, or if we don't have a lot of momentum, calling it a day. (laughs) But if we get a lot of momentum and we're running, you know, the store works out really well, which would be great, then, you know, we'd have the cash to to do some different lines and, and expand it. I love this idea of just, like, over-explaining the quality. I think that's what you got to do. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of this, these suggestions, like, there's some styling stuff here, but uh, also certainly um, some copywriting that's going to happen. The product re- products themselves don't have reviews. Right. Yeah, that's what I was saying. We would probably want to look at doing an app that pulls in product reviews because we don't have any, obviously, from the site. They would have to come from Amazon. Okay. So we could use Scrape Hero or I know like when I initially set this up because I am I was lazy and like I said, I did it over a weekend. I I did use like a seven-day app trial to pull in the listings from Amazon so that I didn't have to like retype in all of the you know, the free products and the whatever. Yeah. So it struck, you know, I just pulled in my free products and the colorways and it pulled over all the images and stuff like that too. So that made it a little bit quicker in the setup. Um, so I know there's apps obviously that, that will pull feed from, from Amazon and we could pull those reviews over. Hey, Shopify sellers, listen up, get ready to unleash your creativity with the brand new landing page builder from Zipify pages. This isn't just Zipify's biggest update ever. It's a revolution in building Shopify store designs. Say goodbye to clunky designs and hello to total customization. With Zipify's new builder, you're the boss of every pixel on your site. Drag, drop, swap elements, it's all in your hands to craft the most effective layout for conversions. Zipify pages come straight from the founder of a $180 million e-com empire. These templates aren't just pretty, they've been tested in the arena with a nine-figure Shopify store. And it's easy to use. A few clicks in your product pages, marketing pages, blog pages, even your homepage will be looking sharp and conversion optimized for maximum sales. And because these templates are tested in a nine-figure Shopify store first, you know they actually work. 
So why settle for the standard when you can have a site that's uniquely yours? You could try Zipify Pages and their brand new builder for free for 14 days when you go to zipify.com slash Kurt. That's Z-I-P-I-F-Y dot com slash K-U-R-T to try Zipify Pages for free. And if you tried Pages in the past and thought it wasn't for you, you owe it to yourself to try it again because the new Zipify Pages is a game changer. Zipify.com slash Kurt. Check it out. All right, the other thing I noticed here, the site uses a mix of like white background and a light gray background. The product photos are all on, are largely all on white. Any place you have a product photo is where you've select, elected to not have the white background. <laughs> so you could like really just see where the image is. If it was on a white background, it would just like, that product would look perfect. Just be floating there by itself, looking all transparent. Yeah, I think yeah. that's like a quick color change that would improve it. Okay, perfect. Yeah, no, I see what you mean there. On the... Uh, yeah, are we on the product page? I was now? still looking at the homepage, but let's... Oh, okay. I, I was going to wrap up. Anything else on the, the homepage? The, well, the thing that confused me is in this featured product listing, underneath there's choose options, and then it opens a, you know, a, a quick view. And... The quick view is like kind of crappy on this theme. Like it's not great. It's really condensed. You're not getting any of the other product photos. So I feel like a lot of people, I mean, that's a button. I realize the entire listing is a target that you can click on that will take you to the whole product. But even if, I mean, we've seen with heat maps, when you have a button shaped object, people are going to click on the button shaped object, even if the whole thing's a link. So I think a lot of, you know, people are going to click on that choose options and get served up with a crappier version of your product page, not realizing that. So I would just get rid of that and have them directed to the product page. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I didn't even catch that. Um, then after that on this, you've got, it's a pretty good lifestyle photos and some story that goes with it. Totally ChatGPT wrote this. As soon as it's like three words, colon, headline, <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, that's ChatGPT's <laughs> hallmark. It did write most of this. Of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah, do we exclude, is exclude uh, a refined charm? Is our mountain climbing trucker hat about refined charm? Really? Wait, what now? <laughs> I'm reading your own content. Maybe you haven't. No, but why do I say refined charm in there? In it's the, under elevate, under your, elevate style. your style, the trucker hat for a perfect night out. <laughs> oh, for the night out. Okay. <laughs> you know, truckers, refined charm. Yeah. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher, Refined Charm. Effortly compliment your evening attire. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear it said aloud, you're like, all right, it's a little ridiculous. Yeah, agreed. But then there's other good lines in this. A proud emblem of your adventurous spirit. Wear it proudly as a symbol of your love for exploration, nature, and outdoor pursuits. That seeks sleek silhouette and premium materials. The, okay, they're with some, just editing down some of the sillier things that ChatGPT did, it's there's good good content in here. Mm -hmm. The last area where things fell flat, and we see this all the time, is the footer is looks unfinished. Yeah, there's nothing, right? And so on the footer, that's where it's like linked to your policies. So returns and exchanges, terms of service, privacy policy. In Shopify, you go settings policy. It'll generate a boilerplate one, and then you go through and tweak it. I mean, yeah, just even redo the main navigation down there. Include, the yeah, the navigation down there. Include your contact info as a trust thing, for sure. Yep. You know, like, hey, questions? Any questions at all, here's our email address. Just email us. 
Mm-hmm. And then, you know, should you have a problem where it's like that, we're getting too many inquiries. Great. Now we could worry about how else to tackle it. Yeah. I, in the footer, I'd probably link to the Amazon listing. Why not? Just as like a safety nut catch all. And then repeat the logo in the footer um, just to give it a little little more branding and make it match the header. Like, yeah, we like stories, design. We like everything that ends the way it started. And so if we just repeat that that header style in the footer, the site will look more finished. Yeah, I agree. The footer's a big miss. Collection page, I don't even think we need to look at because we only have three products. And if we collapse that listing into one, we'll never see a collection page. So let's go straight to product page. And yeah, here's where the white background on t- of the photos on top of the blue really doesn't help. Works against you, yeah. The other thing I don't love, I mean, there's a lot of things I don't love about this product page template, but to me, the colorways are really important. You've got the design, which is great, but like once you start to see there's different variants in color, like that's a big deal. And it's just a drop down that says the color. Sure, Heather Gray Smoke Blue Beige makes sense in my brain because again, I've worked in the hat industry and we've dealt with these hats for a long, long time. But like, what does that actually mean? Is someone going to click through to see what that looks like? Like that's our best selling hat, but it might stand out, right? Like there's just the lack of like excitement around color on this EDP is like a bummer for me. For sure. My first question is, you know, I noticed it's got like automatic. It only shows the variance of the one you've selected. You use an app for that, don't you? I do. Because <laughs> I so didn't know like, it was native in Shopify. Well, it's or at least some time when I set this up. I want color swatches. We have pictures that have like all of the like this. The one I have up is like the mountain hat. It has all of them together. Right. So you can see all of them. So we could just put that photo as like a standard. Oh, is that that's like the default first? Well, you can make the make the color swatches. Not they're not swatches. They're thumbnails. Yeah. 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 We got to get color swatches working. Can we put that in like the drop down, like a swatch? You know, like how some have like uh, like the image next to the color. Yeah, I want it like Amazon, where it's like color, and then I get like we'll upload individual photos so that they can like. Because a hat's, the problem is a hat's not black. It's black and white. What Jesse's asking, though, is she wants to keep the select box and just have a thumbnail next to the option in the select box, right? Yeah, or even if it's a grid. I think a grid of, of, I think just having swatches, but the swatches are a thumbnail of the hat is the way to do it. Does this theme do that? It's not obvious to me. Like, looking at, the demo theme doesn't use colors because it's, their, their demo products are shampoo. And I don't see it listed in the features for the in the theme on their um, Shopify theme store page. It's gotta have product swatches. It's gotta. Yeah, I would also think it has to. It does say this theme supports uh, size charts natively, and so that's probably an opportunity just to show a size chart that's like, all right, if your head's between here and here, it's gonna fit. Right. Yep. And then you've like the Amazon listing is is much longer. It's got more info, more content, more photos. And then we, on the product page here, we really, we use much less and we wrap it all in um, accordion menus and horizontal tabs. Why not use all that Amazon content? Yeah, good question. I thought part of it was just, again, just setting it up quickly. Um, And then, yeah, now that I'm looking at it, like I kind of put some of this content in other places on the site, right? Like the... Yeah, I agree. There's a lot more room for some of the content that we have on Amazon to come over to the product page. 
And especially if we're going to do like a, a one product page, right? Then it's like you can just really build it out with yes. all of that content. Similar to what the kind of the Amazon listings look like. Yeah. Yeah. Minus Amazon all the things are nice. Other garbage that comes into an Amazon listing. <laughs> you know, and then your other issue with you're like, well, we don't have reviews. You also don't have a reviews app, so you have no way to gather reviews. And we haven't gotten like part of that was like, and again, from a cost perspective, like, can we get some traction on the website, start getting some sales before we start investing in like a monthly app fee? If I'm not driving any traffic to the website, I'm paying, you know, five to $10 a month to get reviews and I'm not selling product that can actually get me reviews yet. Um, so it's kind of like, right. which comes first, chicken and egg kind of a question. <laughs> so, but yeah, I agree. We we would definitely want to get a reviews app up and running. And then I would probably look to, if once we start getting some traction, we have it. Part of it was like, a, this site was just, it wasn't refined. It wasn't ready. Um, but once we get there and we start driving some traffic to it, like, set up an email marketing program. Like these are the things I enjoy doing. Um, but we're just not, I just didn't feel like we had a product that we could really put out in front of people that was going to do much yet. And I, the official Shopify reviews app is gone. That one was free, but it also couldn't send reviews. So like a review request on its own. So it wasn't you know super useful versus um, the, the big paid apps, but some of them have free plans that you could start with. Like judge me is the first one that pops up. We've used Judge Me, it's good. So you could use Judge Me and their free plan to try and get reviews going on the site. I like that idea. Uh, white background, making the Amazon listing, or making the product listing more like Amazon, um, getting color swatches to work. What else? I mean, I think the this content down here, this top quality, comfortable, made for the outdoors, adjustable sizing, there's a better way to present that information. At the very least, auto-expand this accordion so it's not all hidden initially. And I think we, yeah, there needs to be some way to convey what the sizing is. And I realize most people don't know their hat size. I mean, I don't. I'm just assuming that. Maybe people do know their hat size. But you could say, you know, one size fits most means hat sizes three to seven or whatever hat sizes are. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And you'll see on the Amazon listing page, there is like snapback closure fit sizes six and a half to seven and seven eighths. So like if people do know there, I don't have that on our page, which it should be. It should be on that product page. Um, so yeah, we could have that type of information on there as well as like the actual diameter of the hat if someone does want to measure their head. On Amazon, it says the origin is made in the USA and imported. Uh, <laughs> they're definitely made in... Um, they are imported. They're made in China. Um, I see. Well, we switched factories. I have to confirm that where they are made. They, we moved factories to Vietnam. And the, the company that we were a part of, that where we originally met, my colleague and I, um, sold, which is why we both left. Um, and then manufacturers had changed. And so I need to double check with which one we're importing from. But they're definitely imported. Where does it say that they're made in the USA? On the, yeah, on the Amazon listing under product details. Okay, because they technically, we were technically allowed to say they were made in the USA because we were ordering them from the hat manufacturer here in the US. So they were, they were importing the blanks and doing the designs, like embroidering them. Okay. And so there's kind of this little fudgy, like, land that you kind of live in. Um, but then 
more recently, we've been importing the entire hat from from abroad. So when these were originally set up years ago, these listings, that was fudgy honest. Now we should probably update that. <laughs> yeah, probably update it. Uh, all right. And so lastly, if I add the item to cart, it opens a drawer cart. Excellent. Drawer cart is our, our preferred way to go. And then when we go to checkout, you made a classic mistake. Everybody does. Oh, my gosh. Oh, unstyled. Oh, yeah, definitely unstyled in the checkout. You've got the one-page checkout, but, like, you for sure you could upload your logos. There's, like, a neat topography background I'll often use on the order Ooh, summary would for be outdoor brands. I'll get you that. Um, okay. Give it a little branded look. And, yeah, you know, you could change the button color to match the rest of the site. I got one last thing on the product page. If you go back and scroll down, here are our three lifestyle photos. Everyone's just hanging out and drinking. Is this a durable outdoors hat or a durable hanging out and drinking hat? We got the outdoor ones on the both. website or on the homepage. <laughs> yeah, and I, we've got some better outdoors like hiking images and stuff that we can definitely get in there. Part of it was like when I was building it, it's like what shows the variety of the hats slash our best, best sellers in the best light. But now that we're like talking about like durable outdoor, like that being more of the theme, it's like, oh yeah, like we could definitely, I have some other photos that we could tuck in um, to these. Cause we went, we went on a photo shoot and we basically did, cause like coffee shops and breweries are super common for people to be where sporting their outdoor trucker hats out, out here. Um, as well as like an actual hike where we have people out in the outdoors hiking around in these hats. So we kind of have the, the gambit of them that we can tuck in here. I think we've we got another photo shoot, but as of right now, this is, we did do a professional photo shoot because we're like, we need some content. The photos are good that you have. Yeah. She, the photographer did a great job. Um, it would be great to have more because it's like the same models. I think we had like, I had like five or six of my friends out <laughs> modeling. <laughs> and she brought a couple of, um, of people who she works with that will like get the photos for their portfolio, which is kind of a cool relationship, but. But yeah, I agree. We could definitely switch in some some good outdoor images into there. I've also taken some cool ones in like Patagonia, and they're definitely like UGC style, but they're really cool. The you know those those work. People, Is it? yeah, no, they don't all have to be like the real perfect polished ones. Um, yeah, yeah, you could get get some good results with some iPhone photos. I think we've got quite a few next steps quite a few like low-hanging fruit to really polish this thing up pretty quickly yeah agreed so let's do that yeah as our next step <laughs> let's let's implement these changes and then we will reconvene in a follow-up and see did it help did it make any difference you know and if yes okay what do we think worked and if not what else can we do where do we go wrong yeah, and I think the next question too is like okay let, how are we going to get traffic so we can test whether it worked or not too right um, do I start running some more ads and then do we like, look at like, okay, what are, what are good ads these days? Right. I think there's just like a full gambit of questions that we can kind of answer as we do this. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. I'm excited. Let's fix this thing. Please. <laughs> I'm very excited too. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. I would, I, do I, do I get to poke at it? Yeah. You, I'm, We'll yeah. put together the list. And You're making me do it? it? I love yeah. it. No, I want to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going on your list. Awesome. I'm very excited. All right, perfect. Uh, so we'll we'll wrap it up there and we'll reconvene in a, a future episode and uh, see how this went and then move on to marketing as our next topic. And if we can get that right, then we'll go into 
um, lifecycle email marketing, which I know you've got a lot of experience with. I'll be excited about, yeah. And if anyone would like to get a premium outdoor Pacific Northwest ultimate perfect snapback trucker hat for drinking, <laughs> 44noutdoor.com. Yeah. Better not buy it from Amazon. Yeah, don't buy it from Amazon. <laughs> this is set up. It's got a fulfillment already taken care of. Beautiful, beautiful. Jesse, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate it. We'll talk soon.